Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in. That includes a Nectar mattress, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com and get hugged. Hello everybody, this is not Radio Yam Yam, this is the Wolves Fancast, and it's your boy Dan Hughes here today, with uh, Stuart, Hello. and the youngest member of the group, Jake. Hello. Jake the Gypsy. I mean, no. Jake, Jake the Snake. <laughs> Jake, Jake the Traveller. Jake the Traveller, apparently. I'm not even well travelled. As you might have guessed by <laughs> now, the leaders are not with us this week. They've let us roam wild. <laughs> As you'll see, it's, it's going to be a bit of a disaster, this one. This week, um, we're going to be talking about transfer window, whether we liked it or not, whether we thought we did good business in the window, talking about certain great goalkeepers that we've had in recent years joining European champions. Things we'd never heard anyone say before. Um, Leicester. We're going to be talking about that. <laughs> and the usual stuff in regards to the quiz, Twitter corner, and a recent away trip to Armenia. And Punic. Punic. Yeah, Punic. In what town, though? Yerevan. Yerevan, indeed. Yerevan, indeed. Right, so, as you'll all be aware now, if you haven't noticed it, you're not on social media. We're doing a live show a week on Friday, August the 23rd, at the Arena Theatre in Wolverhampton, which is between the Royal London and the Civic Centre back entrance car park. <laughs> that's, that's the worst way of explaining it ever. Is it true, though? It's, it's, um, if it's, you, you go in the goose for one. And then through you, the alley. Yeah, you walk out the door, cut through the alley, past the art gallery, and it's there in front of you. Well, we're also advising that there is parking available around that area after... Half past six, it's free in the pay and display spaces. Oh, so this is from a non-driver's point of view. This is breaking stuff. Yep, yeah, there'll be some um, famous people within attendance, which will probably be the guys from uh, the fancast. <laughs> We're doing a big night talking about wolves in the last ten years. Going to do a big quiz where there's decent prizes, a new wolf shirt, your choice if you if you win. The uh, the quiz that we're putting on for you guys. It's going to be a good night. A home or away, or even goalkeeper if you, if you're that way inclined. As long as it's available in the Wolves merchandise at the point of winning, yeah, 
it's your choice. No random Mexicans buy a third shirt that could or could not be possibly true. No Barcelona shirts. No. Or the Foson special one that we got from winning the Chinese. I saw I saw load of them on Sunday. They're so much nicer it, than the But there was, there was people there who thought, you haven't got 90 quid to spare. How are you possibly wearing one of these? It was one of them. Though. It was that nice a kit. You couldn't, you couldn't let it slip. You can go without food for a week. Yeah. <laughs> if you could have any shirt, though, past or present wolf shirt, what would it be? The 92, I think it's 92, 93 tyre marks shirt. You've been after that for a while now. I have the, ages, the but no one away. does it in sizes that big. <laughs> Not that I, I don't think there were anyway. people alive in sizes yeah, that big at say, that time. It was, uh, the thing is, at the time it was crap, and it's probably been seen as crap up till the last three years, but now it's so retro. It's like all the Mexico kits and all the Valderrama kits and stuff like that, with the goalkeeper kits, everyone really likes at the moment, because they are that. They, I mean, they were crap at the time, but they're great now. Have you looked at Go, in, go Outdoors? No. In the tent section. Why? For your size. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry. Yeah, in, uh, I'm, in, get, I'm getting all the high, big size jokes in while I can. I say, there's in, no supervisors. Dan's lost it. <laughs> in Dave Moore's Excellent to the world, Worst Football Kits of All Time book, which I have here, to my person, nine ninety nine. I'll repeat the time. It, it, it does feature in there with such greats as the Tiger shirt from Hull and the oh, England right. goalkeeper McDonald's-inspired mess. Yeah, so I had that goalkeeping top, yeah. and I'd, England I'd have had some good goalkeeping it. kits, though. But I, the one I, I had the the yellow one with the um, with the green and the blue stuff on it. That was that was the one I had, Brian. That, that, that wasn't that, semen, was it? Euro '96. No, I wore that old then. Yeah, it was it was Euro '96. But at that time, because I was a child, I had shorts and socks as well, so it's it was acceptable at the time. Yeah. Right. Let's quickly talk about we're talking about goalkeepers. Liverpool, oh, look at this. <laughs> Liverpool, six six times European champions have had to sign Andy Lonergan <laughs> on a short term basis to fulfil their goalkeeper bench situation due to Allison's injury. We could read in the paper Andy Lonergan signs for European champions. It's just <laughs> every word I've just said is true, and it's baffling. I mean, Bruce Grobelos still alive, isn't he? <laughs> Surely that I mean, who else could they have had? Ray Clemens still look going. <laughs> Surely they've got, they could have got anyone better than Andy Lonergan. I think he's the worst wolf keeper I've ever seen in, in my lifetime. Even worse than Postma. Well, Postma was Postma was just one of them crazy European keepers of the time. Just a big lump. Yeah, he was just he was just a big guy that couldn't get down very well. But Lonergan, I mean, no, it's not just here either. I mean, I've got my mate Gaz, who's a Sunderland fan, and he was saying. He was the apart from Lee Camp, obviously, um, he was one of the worst keepers he's ever seen in his entire life, let alone just for Sunderland. <laughs> but he's just a I mean, remember that that one where the uh, the infamous gif that someone made where he dived sideways when the ball went across the box against Derby, was it maybe or Fulham at home? No, it was Brighton. It was Brighton, yeah. I know it was a team. There, in, there's in, a hint of match fixing <laughs> in that dive. It's just something like you'd see you. Your infant child jump off a settee doing. <laughs> it, no, it's something. It's something a parent does when their child puts a pee roller towards the middle of the goal. You just sort of jump out of the way of it. How's he? How's he ended up there? You, the thing is, when he went on, when he went on the European, well, no, it's America. What they went to in the international was it the Champions yeah. Cup thing? And you think, oh yeah, he's he's joined up with Liverpool. You he's think? only he's only gone to put the cones down. Yeah, Max. <laughs> and, and, oh, it's. It's beyond belief. There has to be like some better free agent goalkeepers out than Andy Lonergan. Well, the f- whole thing of Adrian being at Liverpool in itself is mental enough. 
when he was released by West Ham for being not as good, not good enough for West Ham, and now he's first choice for Liverpool for the next what two months maybe. I uh, I, I just found on my phone that a quote that I think has come from Klopp about Lonergan, and they were talking about they've got this young lad, this Irish lad that's going to be the second choice keeper when he's fit after Adrian, and he was saying something along the lines of. Um, we have to find a solution in the short term and that will be if nothing happens from now to then Andy Lonergan it was literally the case <laughs> of if there's literally no other option alright we'll sign him up because there won't be anything else we can do <laughs> it's just mind boggling what's Sander Vesterveld doing it these days it's a, it, I'm, I'm curious to see the size of him because he, he, he was slowly expanding when he was here yeah he's never been the most agile of keepers I mean he was good when he was a younger Preston when he when he was at Preston, he, he was remember there was there was a guy who used to play for Berry as well, or Mark Ovendale, who yeah. always used to defy us beyond belief every time we played him. And you think, well, how is how does this stuff happen? He won Preston's Player of the Year in his first season, I think. Yeah, he was really really impressive. And then yeah. he, he's just it's like when I think mean, everyone was slating Booth on about ten years ago. I think oh he's he's done now and yeah. he reinvented himself. Lonergan was done. But ten years ago, yeah. and he's gone worse and worse and worse, and now he's yeah, he's got progressively worse until he's hit a point of getting no worse, and then just joined the European champions. I've never seen a keeper with as bad a kicking as him. <laughs> I mean, he's left-footed. He's just got he, he could barely reach the eighteen-yard box of his kicks, and like what he said, he's just not agile in the slightest anymore. How he's landed this job is like what's more ridiculous: Lonergan getting this goalkeeper job or Boris, Prime Minister. We're not doing <laughs> politics, Dan. We, we are going. <laughs> we're, we're not. Mommy and Daddy are away this week. We're doing politics. <laughs> well, the parents are away. Kids well, will play. Yeah. But no, he was... I'm it, still going to go Boris is worse than Lonergan. This is, what, in goal or...? <laughs> I'd rather have Boris in goal for Liverpool and Lonergan Prime Minister in. <laughs> Do you know what? I'd hate to disagree. Well, there's but... your show title. <laughs> Andy Lonergan would bring in, like, free gravy for all Northerners. On the NHS, <laughs> Boris, Boris, might, Boris might keep one out. Boris would, would somehow keep to like a nil-nil draw against us. Yeah, we're everything bar post. Boris is head, and we still just draw <laughs> nil-nil. And th- this kind of satire is what you'll get at Fancast Live, <laughs> and a bit more um, risque. Yeah, because it, it's after half past seven on August the twenty-third, so there's no curfew. <laughs> there's a bar serving alcoholic beverages and more. And more. Them, them, and them, more. Them bound to be serving like pop and crisps and stuff <laughs> like that. Pork scratchings maybe, I don't know. We should have had a price list really. But yeah. now, the way you'll find the price list is if you come along on the 23rd. Tickets are still available. We are running short now, genuinely, because the, the theatre is starting to fill up. So, come and enjoy a, a nice Friday night after hopefully watching Wolves beat Torino in Probably the first three. leg away in Italy. So somebody to celebrate. Then we got Burnley on the well, Sunday, yeah. <laughs> barring a Punic madness tomorrow night, Thursday night. I, I said this on Twitter. Earlier, I can't believe it's not been moved yet. It's just, they just probably don't want to tempt fate, do they? But Leicester, that's the thing. The Leicester game was moved for that reason because Leicester said, "Okay, fine, we'll do it because we'll give our fans all plenty of leeway, plenty of chance to prepare themselves." And but they and they were at home. We let, alone. we let Burnley move to Sunday last year, didn't we? Yeah. That's what I mean. It, it Dice, he's, Dice, he's putting his heels in with his gravelly voice. He's trying to get in our head, isn't he? Yeah. It's, it's all mind games. Maybe maybe it's because he, he thought my my issue with my voice a couple of years ago was too much for him. It was too much intimidation. What's the word? 
Intimidation? No. <laughs> That's the word you were trying to yeah. say. Imp- it's too close to impersonation. Right. Hit home quite well. But no. Sunday will be the Burnley game, so you've got a whole day to recover after Fancast Life. It's a, it's a right Wolves marathon, that is. Wolves Thursday night, Wolves Friday night, have a bit of a anger over Saturday, go again on the Sunday. Exactly. Who who wouldn't want that? It's like Christmas come early. Fancast Christmas in, come early. In a theatre medium. <laughs> Transfer window. Uh, Incomings. Not enough. No, it's fine. I'm perf- the two players. The two players that we signed that were the big, like, big name signings are absolutely brilliant signings. The two young lads we've signed, I didn't realise they'd be for the first team until I saw their transfer fees and the squad numbers and their squad numbers. But you know, for unknown players, you know, we were paying 15 million for Neves, who'd captain his team in the Champions League, and we paid, I think, was it 10 million for one of them? Was it Neto or Jordao? One of them was te- close to 10 million. And you know they could come good, and we've I mean we've got rid of two. We got rid of Costa and Cav, brought in Vallejo and Catrone, and these two lads. But I just I feel like maybe one or two more, just to bolster the ranks because we're you know we're competing on two fronts, competing on four fronts, two fronts that we're going to get have a chance in. Semi final last year. Don't don't bring it up again. <laughs> On my piece, especially with them getting spanked yet again. Oh yeah, I, love it. I, I don't know why, but I just I love it when Watford lose. Now I'd never had an issue with Watford before the semi final and before Trodini. I could, I, to be fair, to be fair, they were just nothing to me. And now every time they lose, even like like the other day when they got absolutely annihilated, <laughs> which I just it just made me smile, just a wry smile. Well, yeah, um, the whole, it, it was like Villa as well. No one really cared about Villa until they, they started. Yeah, they started their little mind games. But now the only thing about the transfer window for me is. Midfield, that's the the only thing because Gibbs White will not be good enough. We, we let's be honest. <laughs> if if he wasn't local, he wouldn't be anywhere near the squad. Nowhere near. Um, Hence why Bright's gone out and Connor Ronan's gone out. Yeah, FC Dak doing yeah. well again. Don't, he's not Scouse. Dak. <laughs> Dak. Slovakian. Um, Who yeah. should have went out? Who should have gone out? Who didn't go? What are the young players of the full squad? Anyone. It's difficult to say because if we'd signed another couple of defenders, you'd say someone like Bennett, but the problem is he's done well for us last year and we've signed Vallejo. Of the squad, no one, like, I mean, our 18, no one really deserved to go. Costa and Cav, you can see why. But personally, I couldn't see anyone that you'd think, oh, they've got to go because they're not good enough apart from maybe Bennett, because you can improve there. And that's the one place that I personally would be looking to improve. Yeah, there's, I think every everyone to a man, maybe apart from Adam, said about Costa, that his, his days were numbered with his pathetic performances last season. But Cav was, Cav was the one that you kind of, was the next in line if you, you were picking from the squad. But no, I don't think you, there was no one else really who you think, well, they're going to benefit from leaving or we need to get him off the books. So even saying Gibbs White would have been if we got some other bodies in the field, but we haven't. So yeah. I think that's probably the only one. There was that late talk of Sais going to Besiktas. Oh, it would have been heartbreaking. I but also think one is an easy, yeah. he's a nice squad player to have. But yeah. if we were going to improve in that midfield, he, you wouldn't have been 
disgruntled at the club for letting him go, would you? No, at, at this stage, you're not really disgruntled with a lot of the sort of outgoing transfers that the club have done. Because, I mean, when we came up, everyone was fuming with Douglas leaving. But we, by and large, replaced them well. So, you know, with Costa and Cav leaving, we've signed Catrone, who, you know, is going to be the next Filippo Inzaghi. Like, <laughs> you, you've got to trust the club with things like that. It's just, as, as we've all said, if if we'd had... More in midfield and more in defence. Gibbs, White and Bennett probably would have been the ones. That Bennett's, Bennett's going nowhere ever. No, Bennett, Bennett, thought, Bennett all, I was testimonial it. I thought he said Moy in midfield then. Aaron, hey, I'd have taken him. One yeah. of the most bizarre transfer deals of the, the window for me that Huddersfield gave him a new long-term contract then loaned him out to a Premier League club. <laughs> so, they're, are they that confident they'll come back up? Well, that's the way it seems to me. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a similar kind of thing. The one, yeah. <laughs> Did they end of the game on Saturday? No, they lost to Derby first game. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. And is Rajiv van der Parra still on their books? Probably. Did he go to Borough on loan or permanent? He was on loan. Was he probably back at Huddersfield then? So I don't want Huddersfield. Yeah, anywhere. I know they're, they're no. wearing a very, very strange, like a kind of highlighter pen pink strip with a pink badge as well. No logo though, Paddy Power. Um, that, uh, that was another travesty in football. Another lesson of. Football's gone. <laughs> we'll, we'll get round to VAR in a bit. But when Paddy Power <laughs> got Huddersfield in trouble over a kit being worn in a pre-season friendly. Well, this is this is the whole thing. I don't even understand how it's gone that far. Because you look at... We we had Fawson on our shirt in China in a friendly. Is that against the rules? Because you can't have your own, your own owners promoting themselves. So it's only the same thing. It doesn't make any sense at all. I, I'm... Giving the cut. No, you can't. It's fine. That's getting cut. That's getting cut. That is because we're being set up. No, no. FAA all like Docker's points. Knowing our luck. There was what the um, the crazy blue and red sports direct at the Newcastle ad as well. Yeah, oh, someone basically just said Mike Ashley had gone onto Google, Google Translate, Google Translate and put in like the worst. The, the best one I saw with Newcastle is they signed that new lad who's famous wearing Gucci headbands, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, and they signed him and he's wearing a slashing jewel. <laughs> <laughs> it was like £5 in Sports yeah, Direct as well, wasn't the, it? The next day it was like £5 deal in Sports Direct. Mike Ashley. He's smarter than we say. Yeah. Oh, you know where I try and avoid wrestling talk? <laughs> did you see that Newcastle player did the Sean Michaels jump up as well? Yeah, it was the same guy with the slashing jewel headband. Yeah, it's the same yeah. guy, yeah. Oh, unbelievable! They, that's been mentioned already this week on on one or two podcasts. It? It's a mate. It's like resting his back. Yeah, it's just <laughs> at the forefront again, isn't it? There, there was only that, that mass protest at Newcastle. Has this gone on to Newcastle again? We even stopped. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we, only, are we even on the proper agenda yet? <laughs> there's five thousand people protesting apparently because there was five thousand empty seats. And you looked outside, there was about two hundred. <laughs> Welcome to Toyn Talk. <laughs> right, so. All in all, happy with the transfer window. Yeah, it's 7 out of 10. Yeah, I'd probably say the same. Where could we have improved? It's difficult. For me, Like time will tell with Jordan and Neto. Like, it could be a 9 out of 10 if those two come good. Um, but I think one or two more players, just to have just some squad depth. Because we have, you know, Doherty gets injured, you've got to play Bennett or Vallejo at right back. Or, I mean, Traore, who has actually played all right there. But I just think squad depth's our real issue. Now we're competing on two slash four fronts. No, I don't think the whole squad depth thing. We haven't had squad depth for two years. And but have we been lucky with injuries? But is it is it luck or is it being clever? Yeah, but it, it's, that, it's one of those things. But in a game, you yeah, can't stop someone from you know. Yeah, you know, like Crusaders. Did. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, just trying to absolutely annihilate someone. 
You're not yeah. suggesting doping. No. Because <laughs> oh, first you were talking about illegal shirt sponsorship, and now you're saying, is it just, is it not just luck? No, I'm saying about someone being wiped out completely by oh, a okay. bad tackle. I thought he was talking about that same sort of doctor that Kevin De Bruyne had from his two injuries last season, where he he came back before his the initial prognosis for his first injury. I thought yeah. we had that same. You remember LMA manager on the PlayStation? Oh, that was classic. P- before um, looking, looking do you no not remember idea. that one, Jake? No. I, I, when was that? What year were we talking then? Like no, 98, 99. 98, yeah. 98 would have been two. It used to be. It was a good football manager yeah, it, game. It, it was the first one that had the 3D pitch engine as well. Yeah. So, you, But it, it was hot, it wasn't live, it was just highlights. So right. It, it was, so it was too late to change anything after you'd seen a highlight? I can't remember. It's been that long, I can't remember exactly. It was. I know it was really impressive though. It was really impressive at the time. I remember at the start, if you was Wolves... The first thing that happened was the first round of the League Cup and Graham Kelly from the FA used to be on your screen and he used to draw the numbers out the at. And he used to think, wow. <laughs> and then you could, you, you, could, you, could, you could put in passwords like which doctor and your players would never be injured. Uh, there's, there's cheats. Yeah. There's CG Graham Kelly as well. Not even an actual like, video, which would have been probably easier. No, I'm pretty sure it was it was like really bad 90s CG, like, yeah. like Tomb Raider FMV start. Yeah. You can see the polygons. Yeah. King Midas was um, unlimited money. Oh. And then, if you had unlimited money, you could have the cheap um, quick dry cement, and that means you could, like, you could build your, your stadium in a day. <laughs> Honestly, what was it on PlayStation 1, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Get yourself like an emulator and whatever and play. One of the best games ever. And along with Kevin Keegan's player manager. <laughs> I'm ringing him out now. Kevin Keegan's player manager. He had his own game. He had it his was own, just, well, and it, it was a good one at the time. Yeah. It was like it was just Premier managers just rebadged. There was loads. Well, no, there was that, and there was the Premier League, the FA Premier League stars, which had football managers X bits in it as well. There's loads of these. I don't, I don't understand how football manager type games would work on a PlayStation. It's they mapped they mapped them to the the shoulder button. Was it the buttons? The shoulder buttons and with uh, you navigated through the menus. Right. So your left, right, left, right through that way. Like they would do if you played. So you say so you should get into it. Football manager on Switch. Uh, see, now nah, I'll, I'll switch it for different sort of games. I play Football Manager loads, but on my computer. Like I've already looked up Neto and Jordan and all that. Like as soon as we signed them, that's like my scouting. <laughs> football Manager. I think it's most people on Twitter scouting as I well. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I've I've watched the uh, I watched Serie B sometimes. And I, yeah, I've seen these players in reserve games. I know them all. Yeah. We done. <laughs> You, you lost me. You started talking about other computer games. Then you, you, we've got we've not got supervision, so we're just talking about anything. <laughs> I, I think we're on what point two of the eight point agenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've not. So as we discussed, we're, we're more happy with the transfer window. Yeah. Apart from bringing in like a Cristiano Ronaldo, forget, or, forget Messi, he's a system player, or some, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or just some kind of. Well, we don't know. We don't know how Jordan's going to settle. I mean, it could be he's played there as well, and. There's always super safe, so. But yeah, midfield was the only one that I thought that yeah we we did need a bit of cover maybe. He's taking a big risk. I mean, effectively four players in 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 a three man midfield until January. Did he get confirmed that Broy had a new contract? Yeah, yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't we trigger it's, a one year extension? Yeah, but that, we, sure it's two, we didn't see anything on the Wolves website. It's two year two year deal, two year extension. Because so, yeah, it, we could have triggered a one, and I'm sure he signed for two. They still think there's a a rough diamond there, don't they? Well, he's got undoubted talent. He's just his mind. He's not all there. He needs to sort himself out. Well, really. Wigan. Yeah, they lost, didn't they, the other day? 
knows? Yeah, I just remember obscure leagues don't count anymore, do they? No. Silly leagues they got VAR, have they? So I don't even know where you even find that quest channel where the highlights are on. It's on. It's like channel one six something. Yeah, sixty-eight after Babe Station, and I wouldn't know that. My dad sold me. So he was made. No, he was. Because you got Quest HD now. They had, they had a HD Ooh. channel three weeks after it had launched last year. <laughs> What's happened to... Um, it was the guy, George, wasn't it, who presented the Channel 5 highlights? George. Was it, George. Wasn't it Manish? Or? No, someone, no, Manish was, was on a, There was another BBC. guy after Manish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was him and the... He looked um, like a bit like Darren Brown. Yeah. I know, I know what you mean. So his was, name was George. Yeah, it was. It was George. Mm. Wasn't the Irish guy? No, no, that's Colin Murray. Colin Murray does it now. What on Quest? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Then. No, it was him and the um, that Caroline Barker as well. And then they switched it up and then they scrapped it. Because it was, it was weird because the highlights of the championship, then League One, all mixed in together at first. Yeah. I, I, I don't seem to remember anything in between Manish and the Irish guy. Yeah, cause it was that bad that no one watched it. I was going to say, Everyone yeah. just watch goals on Sunday. Yeah. Bad times. Watching Wolves get beat 1-0 at home to Wigan <laughs> on a Thursday night, 11 o'clock after... He'd walk down in the rain. <laughs> Those were the days. Last week, 48 absolute maniacs went to watch Wolves in Armenia. Some say 47. <laughs> but there was a 48. Have you ever seen the film Taxi with Robert De Niro? <laughs> He's a taxi driver. What's the film, Robert De Niro? Taxi driver. Not Taxi. Taxi was the one taxi with was in um, Andy Kaufman and... And the series. Yeah. He caught a flight for how long? It was a long time. Long, it was a six-hour flight, was time. And then got a five-hour taxi. I mean, I don't know whether he used ABC cars or went to <laughs> for that, but a five-hour taxi to watch the last 20 minutes. We'd already scored pretty much all the goals by then, hadn't we? Did, we, a, even, did we score any in the last 20 minutes? <sighs> Raul scored literally bang... Just after half time, didn't yeah, it? Thirteen seconds. Oh yeah, it would have been sort of the last twenty because Katrina got the penalty, didn't he? Yeah. So he would have got one goal. It was it was worth yeah, that. F- I was going to say yeah. twenty five pound euro because that's <laughs> what it costs over there. Five hours, twenty five euro. Six thousand round trip, six thousand mile round trip to see one goal at four. <laughs> Who was you happy with in the um, Punic away toy? Everyone. It's difficult to say because it's a, it was essentially pre season because they're. You know, it's like playing a League Two or sort of National League team. It, you can't really gauge who you're impressed with. I think everyone played well. There was, you know, standout players like you know Jimenez obviously scored two. Catrone came on, did well, got his penalty. But it's difficult to say who stood out when it's it's not a, a massive team. And no disrespect to Punic, I think their Twitter admin's been brilliant since. I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff they've been talking about, but. Um, yeah, just personally, I find it difficult to say who stood out. I'd like to see whether this Twitter page is like a daily thing that gets posted out from, or whether it's just someone who's just saw the chance to do a Twitter account, get quite a few followers, and then just sell it on afterwards. Be the same bloke that pretended to be Catrone as well. Oh, that was sad. The yeah. fact that it, it was the English translation first, and then Italian after it. Yeah. It, what? But it was some fourteen-year-old thought he was clever there. It was Catrano without the U. So. Wait, it was as a, in Patrick C. Trone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the, the Pro Evo version. 
<laughs> yeah, I think, I'm, I'm sure it was. Although it was the owl missing at the, at the end, but it was something like that. And I thought, well, that's clearly not him. Yeah. And there were people replying to it. Thought, what? Just why? It was like that um, that Twitter page, the the gay professional footballer. Oh, that they was... became a Villa fan account. That's awful. Became isn't a it? Villa fan account was like thirty plus thousand followers within like a week, and it's just this is what I mean. You, you can't trust anything on Twitter anymore. But that's what. Never mind the elite. They, well, they, they speak for themselves. <laughs> but that whole thing was just a shambles because I mean, I fell for it completely. It was, it was some of the stuff that we, was being put up there it just seemed really honest and genuine. And I thought, well, fair, fair play to you. Someone's got to do it eventually. And then for that to happen, it's pretty sick, really. Were the likes of Talk Sport? He was interviewed on the BBC. But was he though? Well, were, were these outlets just trying to be the first? I mean, that, you'd like to say they you'd think they wouldn't have made up and just brought a random person in. But, I mean, if the guy's got the gall to go on the BBC and pretend to be a professional footballer, it, it just makes it worse and worse and worse. Who was the last footballer in a wool shirt that pretended to be a footballer? <laughs> Andy Lonigan. Andy Lonigan. <laughs> <laughs> David the, Davis. The, the list is endless, ain't really? Lee Evans. No, he was bad. Lee Evans had patches where he was actually pretty decent. He's like Michael Jacobs as well in, in that spell where he was as a number when we played with the number ten, he was unplayable. George Ellicobi. No, 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 no. George no. Ellicobi was a half decent footballer, but he just didn't look like one. No, he was. But at, at least he tried. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing that I've ever seen George Ellicobi do was I think last game of the season when it was when we lost three two to Blackburn and we had to stay up and Hunty scored that sort of whippage top corner and I remember George Ellicobi clearing it into the north bank with an overhead kick and that was possibly the best thing I've ever seen in anyone doing a wolf shit <laughs> but that's also why I say that he's masquerading as a footballer oh, I can see where he's coming from but Kevin Coyle Ronald Zubar no again see he was for the West Ham away in itself Halford. for the Bolton Greg Alford yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, fair. There we are. There Agreed. We, 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 we all agree on Greg Alford. Alford. He was just a set throwing, piece for throwing merch. That was it. Yeah, we, we tried to copy Rory Delap by getting Greg Halford. In. I think we paid one and a half million for him. Yeah. And there's oh, reasons, that's one of the reasons. Is he, st- is he still unattached? He got, he got released and no one. Yeah, because yeah, no he was on Twitter just like desperately trying to find a club and couldn't. But so that was last year as well. Yeah, so he's just sort of been mulling around. As good as a manager as he was, McCarthy. When he when he wastes money like that, you you have to understand he he, he overstayed his welcome. Yeah, there was. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. But I wouldn't have got rid of him when we, him when we did. I'd have no, got rid for, of him when we signed Greg Elford. Yeah, that's the problem though. Is that, that, that we were we were in too deep, and then we probably should have waited longer. But that for, moment where he unveils him with the shirt should have been like the same press release where Wolves have terminated the contract of Mick McCarthy. Do you think McCarthy got lucky with some of the signings? Like with like Stephen Ward being signed as a striker. If he'd stayed as a striker wouldn't have been half the player he was. I just I've always classed him as a a, a, a poor man's Alex Ferguson where <laughs> that is the highest compliment you could I think the highest compliment think, you I could give I'm, him I think I'm, I'm trying to do him a disservice but I'm giving him praise at the same time I was going to say you're comparing him in any way to Alex Ferguson when he's just an Irish man that can smell round corners he was just really good at man management wasn't he yeah he could make shit yeah. players play 7 out of 10 like, like Ward as a, a left well, back yeah, and, yeah. and then a striker and score the winner at Liverpool I mean he absolutely burned 
Kevin Doyle into the ground, making him run the channels. And on that, I think it's best if we have a quick break. Okay, welcome back. <laughs> as you can see, tonight's been a bit disastrous. It'll get better as we go along. Um, Leicester last week, last Sunday, first game of the season, wasn't even on TV. Well. They, they chose to have Newcastle Arsenal on TV instead. Obviously, there's streams everywhere. Don't, oh, yeah. don't cross the streams. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll end up with like viruses and stuff on your laptop. Yeah, and there's no excuse for that. No, not, in the, not in these VPN days. Nil-nil, away to Leicester. Quick thoughts on the performance, Jake. Uh, I thought we started slow, um, which is probably to be expected. They they came out of the traps. But then second half, we played really well up until the perfectly legitimate goal that we scored. Um, and then the problem is, you know, we had the problems with, with VAR and all of that. And then it just sort of took the impetus out of us. So we had we had a spell in the second half where, you know, if the goal was given or there wasn't such a sucker punch, I think we probably would have kicked on and won the game. Um, I just think it was obviously a, a difficult thing for everyone to take. But sort of, I, th- I think probably a fair reflection, a nil-nil. What's your actual mindset on VAR? Do you welcome it, or does it need to be banished completely? I am absolutely happy with VAR, but the problem is, I'm happy with it being in the game as long as it's consistent. Over the weekend, the first weekend that we've had VAR, we've already had inconsistencies. There was a free kick in the Watford game where Glenn Murray stuck his arm out and slapped the sort of it. It was a very unnatural position for him to be jumping in. It hit him. It went to VAR. No penalty. Whereas in our game, Dendonk has headed it onto Willie Bolly's arm from about half a yard away, and they've said no goal. For me, that's inconsistent. It does seem that there's different rules for ruling out goals and giving penalties. Yeah, and. There's already different rules for what ha- what constitutes handball in the penalty area anyway. It's just... <laughs> when they put it... The thing is, when they... Was you, were you there? Or did you watch it on... on I watched it on... Uh, yeah. I watched on, it on... Uh, means. Yeah, on a means. Because <laughs> when they put it up on this... Because obviously we're celebrating for nearly two minutes. And... Because we, we all knew when we had VAR in the FA Cup last season. So you kind of know... And like, there's a couple in, in the Shrewsbury game at home where that looked a bit dodgy, and you think well, you can't really jump around yet. And yeah, it took a while. But no one, no one even thinks about them games because. No, even... But you, you, you score a goal that doesn't look like an issue. You celebrate, but yeah. it's going to. I mean, Nuno said after the game, it's just sort of going to suck the atmosphere out of football, yeah. which is just that's the tragic thing. Because that was the first thing when as soon as it went in, I looked up and thought, nah, there's nothing wrong with that. And then everyone ran back. No one, no one was doing anything at all. I thought, well, okay, it's just he didn't even come up as checking at first. You think, well, everything's checked, we know that, so no problem. But then it came up, checking VAR, I thought, oh, well, okay, fine. And we all started putting our arms out in front of us, going, oh, and they kind of mocking, kind of, oh, let's all have a party again. And then it said, no goal. You think, what? It didn't tell you why in the ground. No, that, is was, it? that was the thing. Because it, it went, no goal, showed the replay, didn't say, so you were looking at something, and for some people who clearly didn't know the rule change for handball, and I had the vast majority of the journey home explaining it to people. They only were clear what was going on. Yeah. Think, well, why has that been disallowed? And it's just an easy thing. Just say, no goal, handball, then share the replay, then carry on. Fine. But even then, that's the difficulty that I've got with it, is that it's the inconsistency. Is that people then go home 
watch you know match the day from the day before or they've already they'd have already seen it and they think well well how was the Glen Murray one not a handball I don't know it's different for you know the defending or attacking team but why yeah why should that be the case? I think, if anything, it should always favour the attacking team. If you're going to have the you know excitement of football, with anything like I imagine, like with rugby and cricket, when it these things first came in, you're going to have teething problems. It's just difficult that, like you know, we we tried it in the FA Cup just to give it get it out of those teething problems. But I mean, it's already but got. That's the thing gone, in the FA Cup. In the FA Cup, it worked, but yeah. the the teething problems we're having. Because I've said it was on Talksport, I think earlier. That you know they've had two years build up of this, watching other leagues doing it, and yeah. the way they've bought it in, and it works. But they've had six weeks of the rule, the handball rule being changed. Yeah. So no one all over the world has had no time to get used to this nonsense yet. Yeah. So the teething problems, it's like back to square one. You think, well, yeah. we could have even put this in straight after the World Cup. Now they've changed the rules. Now everyone, no one knows what the hell's going on, and it's just all, it's just all a bit chaos. And I, Mum was texting me yesterday saying about, yeah, did you see the Sheffield United goal? That was handball as well. And then you watch it from the one angle and it does look like it's hit his upper, upper arm before it drops to Billy Sharp. Yeah. But it just hit his chest. It was just the angle. Yeah. But that angle hadn't been shown until later on. So you're thinking, well, okay, fine. But I hadn't even considered it watching the highlights on match today that yeah. it was even like that. I thought, well, it's just going to cause absolute chaos. Yeah. If, if, the, if the decision isn't clear... From the first sort of glimpse of the VAR, then you, you shouldn't be given anything. But that's what that's what I didn't have a problem with because the replay they showed us on the big screen at Leicester, which is absolutely insanely big, to be fair. Yeah, um, the screen. And they showed it, and because I knew, it, I saw it hit. It was the first one they showed one angle at real time, not really slowed down. You thought, okay, tumble. That's what it's given for. So there was no no question in my mind when they showed the replays after when so I look on Twitter when there was a breaking play, and they were showing other angles from other angles. It looked it didn't look like handball at all. No. It's, it's, it, 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 I think it is from any angle, ball to hand. But you know that doesn't you, exist anymore. No, but that's that's the the difficulty is that why change rules that have been in place for so long and made the game we love? Do you know what I mean? Like, they've, they've changed rules to make VAR easy. Yeah, but and it's and so far we're going to see it now next weekend when this happens again. If it doesn't, someone doesn't get penalised for it, all hell's going to kick off. Because yeah. they've said, okay, we've got here's your examples. This is what's happened in week one. Fine for the Premier League to come out and tweet the rules after what happened to us. Yeah, you think, okay, well, why they've done that for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. And you think, well, why didn't everyone? All over, not just Wolves, why don't everyone all over the country, and when they get the season ticket renewal letters, why didn't they just say, okay, here are the new rules for the season? Yeah. Just simple. Or just yeah. put them in the programme. Put yeah. them in the front, well, front back of the front couple of pages of the programme. Because, I mean, there was the people on the other turn who, you think, okay, they're on Twitter on everything, fair enough, they're, they're going to understand this. But I've spent 45 minutes on the way home explaining the rules of AR and the handball rule and the other changes of the, the goal kick thing everyone knew because of what happened in yeah. that. Benfica game, which has already been outlawed anyway. Yeah. Um, but I had to talk about the whole thing all over and over again to people. And when I was explained it, everyone was calm. Everyone calmed down. What do you think about micing up the ref like they're doing rugby so people can hear what they're saying? I think that's a potential for... Go away. Yeah, go away. Yeah. The David Ellery thing, if people are too too young to remember that. And clip. I'd love to hear what Mike Dean's saying in, in games because he's an absolute nutcase. But well, it, it'd, be, it'd be brilliant because... At least you in the ground would know if if the ref turns to the players and go, 
it's hit Dendonka's arm from the corner. If everyone hears that, they go, okay, at least there's some sort of reasoning for it. Cause yeah. I felt really sorry for everyone at the ground. Even the Leicester, play- Leicester players and fans, it was just sort of like waiting for for a result that, you know, we can argue about whether it was right or wrong. It just sucks the fun and the sort of emotion out of scoring a goal. And what they had at, the, um, at Man United because they've got no big screen there. Did you did you hear it? No. It's 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 like a ro- robotic female voice checking VAR. <laughs> it's also got a dystopian future all gone yeah. wrong. You think, well, okay, ch- check complete. What what are your two's general thoughts on on VAR? I love it. I loved it in the World Cup. I, I think used properly, fine, no problem with it. But it needs to be used properly. Yeah. And. I think part of the every single VAR decision at the weekend was correct in the rules that it was set out to achieve. So you've got potentially an issue with the rules. Well, the rules are ridiculous, but yeah. they've brought them rules in so that VAR can be implemented fairly for everyone. But now it has to be proved that it's fair for everyone. Yeah. And we ain't going to know that for a few months. Yeah, we're going to have to. Done. It's bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is literally bollocks. The, the laws are not foolproof, are they, for one? It takes too long for a decision to be made. And I thought they've brought VAR in and now the officials, they've made it too easy for the officials to, to bottle out making decisions. Yeah, the the one where Jota was clean through, which he looked blatantly offside. The Lions didn't put his flag up, but no. he was literally about four yards offside. Yeah, but there was other, other times in that game where he had, he had to put his flag up. And you think, well, we'll just leave it. Just leave it to VAR because that one's close. When the, you, you start thinking, what's actually the point of having well, yeah, a linesman and, there shouldn't and be. fourth officials? Like, you should have it in, like, in Rocket League. Have a chip in the ball and in the player's boots. So there you go. There, there's your line. Done. I mean, we've, we've had VAR in I FIFA. What, anything, anything that's more like Rocket League, I'm happy with. <laughs> and if they're offside, they get shocked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we had VAR... If you think about it, how many in FIFA? How many goals have you scored for it then to be pulled back for offside? Yeah, it's happened for years in FIFA, and everyone, everyone, especially Goldbridge. Yeah, oh, I love, it. I love his Twitter. He's brilliant. But you will, you get people going mad at offsides in FIFA, and yeah. now it's reality, and it's going to be even worse. Thing is, even on FIFA, they've programmed it that you can score an offside goal, start celebrating, and then they can suck the fun out. Like even FIFA is starting to realise that the the fun and sort of excitement of legitimate things happening in football is starting to fade away in conclusion it takes too long for me they should have just kept it to the goal line technology and left it at that to be fair it's difficult to argue that because that's just a straight yes or no isn't it there's no real opinion to that because even VAR they've got people upstairs that could there's still human error the people upstairs could get it wrong or they could misinterpret the rules. I think that's why we've got, in the Premier League, you've got VAR referee and referee assistant. Yeah, so you've, you've got, got so team. many officials. You should bring like sort of the tennis thing where you get like, you know, free opportunities to use VAR and that's it. I think it? that's a great idea. Like they do in cricket where you get a review. Yeah. Where if you, if you, as a team, think something's offside, if you get given, you keep your, your two reviews for the game. If not, you get one taken at off. Least I think every, that's a great idea. At least everyone in that time of the game knows why someone's gone to v- why we've gone to VIR instead of just it being in limbo like it was on Sunday we we shot ourselves in the football doing the woo in the, we just you knew as soon as that happened we, we was going to well as soon as soon as it, it went we did the thing and then you think this is going on and on yeah there's something it, wrong it took way too long and you think here we go and then they celebrated like they scored and you was just like that's what I'm saying when it, it just sort of sucked the 
impetus out of us. Yeah, I think as a every, team. everyone's. It was like everyone's head dropped. Yeah. Everyone and the fans were all. Everyone was knackered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know Nuno was a bit annoyed about Leicester celebrating the no goal, but you would have liked yeah, to have been Leicester's. Have. Yeah. See yeah, at that point, wouldn't you? It's just natural. It's just it's just one of them things. It's good. like West Ham fans celebrating when Sterling was the offside for that game. The West Ham fans were celebrating that. Yeah, that's another reason why VAR's bollocks. That, that oh, Sterling the offside. It, it was like an armpit, wasn't it, or a, yeah. a slight elbow? It's like, oh come on. I said earlier today, if you're going to do use VAR for offsides like that, you should you may as well bring back in the daylight rule, where there literally has to be daylight between them, and anything else is onside. Yeah. Yeah, because then, then at least having an advantage of being offside, if there's daylight, then you're offside. If not, then you need to get defenders in faster and know what they're doing. I, I don't like sort of ushering people to jump on a bandwagon, but if you want to tweet at the FA <laughs> no, you need and to say t- hashtag VAR is bollocks, who was I'm the uh, ref that was coming out and saying stuff um, in support of Wolves? Mark Halsey and someone yeah. just replied to him with a mistake he got wrong in a Wolves game a few years ago and he went yeah sorry yeah <laughs> yeah sorry but that was the thing even Andy the, the crazy duel of Andy Gray and Richard Keyes and Andy Gray was going absolutely ma- mental about it Sean Massey wasn't the linesman was she <laughs> no <laughs> she, I actually saw the other she was she's, she's still employed yeah. I, I think she's a, uh, you know she's doing well for Didn't herself she but... did the community shield she, I saw her on the TV. Yeah, it was. It might have been that West Ham game. I know I've seen her this weekend, definitely. Because yeah. every time I see her, I just I just remember Richard Keys and Andy <laughs> yeah. Gray. This isn't this isn't part of the quiz, but the game where Andy Gray abused Sean Massey was Wolves against who? Liverpool. He's already beat you, Stu. He's already won. One the nil. I won the quiz. Get me on. Get me home. See you later. End the episode. Unbelievable. <laughs> Come on, Stu. I expect you to be quicker than that. I can tell you who she flagged. Didn't flag offside as well. I think it was Torres. I'll have to take your word for it on there. <laughs> yeah. 2-0. See us, Duke. sad. He's running away with the league. <laughs> oh, no. My, my, my knowledge starts in 2010. Anything before that, as I'm sure that, anyone who's listened to the quiz before knows it's full well. Mind. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's the say. difference. So, going back to Leicester. Prosecco, Wolves, man of the match. Bolly. Uh, Dendonka for scoring a perfectly legitimate goal. <laughs> I thought Willie Bolly was absolutely immense. And when you had Leicester fans tweeting about how great he is as well, you think we've seen some defenders down here, but and we've sold Maguire for eighty million. But then he's coming. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go back to me not encouraging bandwagons, Wolves fans. Mm-hmm. Please stop advertising how good Willie Bolly is. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he goes <laughs> under the radar because we no one has talked about him up till now, and he also doesn't do anything in the press. I think he's just unassuming and people don't... You know, like Harry Maguire, there's the, there was the memes of him leaning over there and talking to the girl at the World Cup. <laughs> you know, if Bolly had been pictured in stuff like that, he might have had a you know higher price that can be talked about more. But well, There's one, asked, for the first time ever, I think it, it, they've all had to do because of the media day thing where they all had to talk to the different yeah. broadcasters. But there was a thing where he, he was given Man of the Match by someone else and not the actual Prosecco like us. And he was given man of the match, and he was there with his arms outstretched, with a smile on his face. Yeah, you think that's not Bolly. Yeah, like he's, he's been photoshopped there. But you, when you look at him in the in the like the um, the little clips from the second second documentary last year, yeah, and the, like the first one, I, I want to be left alone. Yeah, when he's on the treatment table, or whatever, yeah. he's getting a massage. He's like, oh, you leave think- me alone. I, the most embarrassing <laughs> thing in, that's ever happened to me is 
I can't remember who we beat and Willie Bolly was I think he'd, he'd been banned and I came out of the ground and uh, he was just walking past the Billy Wright statue I was walking round from the North Bank walking home and I saw him and he was walking towards me and I just shouted Willie Bolly and he didn't say <laughs> anything he walked up to me and gave me his fist to fist bump him and I was so excited I put my hand on his fist and then Classic. he walked away and looked distraught at so the fact that you, I shouted his name. And you clasped him. Yeah, I, I, I clasped his fist, which was massive. But I yeah. imagine getting fisted by Willie <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> you, you, you did the right thing by going for the clasp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. You had a stinker. For, me, for Neves. me, Neves. But Neves has had a stinker from the start of the pre-season. He Numer- looks- that one... That one... Uh, bit of period in play in the first half where he lost ball in that in our off just outside of our box and I think yeah terrible was it indeed he hit it wide in the end mm. yeah it was it was a terrible shot but you just shouldn't be losing it there on the edge of your box he just ever since he, the first game against West Ham in the um, the Asia Trophy which we annihilated everyone in, um, <laughs> do I remember Wolves fans singing Champions of Asia on Sunday no there were none of you I don't I don't hear any of you do you want to do any less and sing Premier League champions, you'll never be that old. No, there was the only thing that they sang that was kind of like at us was "Where Were You on Thursday Night" because of the forty-seven yeah. slash forty-eight, which we then just sang back at them, and then they just shut up. Then yeah. <laughs> you think, well, okay, you just shot yourselves in the foot then. But now there was none of that. But he ain't had a, he hasn't had a decent game since the Nations League. So if that's mental or if it's actually fatigue, I don't know because Martinez is absolutely fine. It's one of those difficult ones though with Neves because. You think things like, I hate to hop back to it, like the semi-final of the FA Cup. He wasn't having a great game then, but when we dragged him off, the midfield just looked different. It's like, when he's not there, you miss him, but when he's there, he's not having a great time of it. There was a few decent passes that he made. I know like he, he put Jimenez through at one point, didn't he? And yeah. Jimenez should have done better. But he is a bit too overconfident when he's on the ball sometimes and that's when he just plays us plays us into trouble yeah it just shows me how good Martinho really is because uh, you know up until up until Martinho came Neves was the best player I'd seen in a Wolf shirt and then Martinho just leaps and bounds you know the best player I've ever seen and uh, there's people a lot older than me that have said the same thing because he, he, he's he's older and wiser and I, I think Neves playing with him will only make him better I think Martinho's got a stronger engine than what Neves is as, as well. Martino is probably... I've never seen him not given 100%. He always looks like he really wants yeah. it. He's probably the fittest bloke at the club and he's 33. Yeah. He's the James Milner of yeah, Wolves. He's, he's bloody great, are you? Well, he's saying about people older. My, my, my uncle's, what, 65 now, yeah, because he can get reduced price tickets for away games. He's <laughs> loving it. So, yeah, well, sadly, we, we had... Um, we only had the eight before kick-off. So, we had sensible start. And... Um, we thought, oh, we can't go. We've had, we had like four hours without, and we had one before kickoff. So a bit quarter to two, well, between quarter to two and six o'clock. So that's more than four hours. We've got we'll to go down and have a couple more. And all right, and he said, yeah, but I'm saving a five every game now for this over sixty-five ticky. So we ended up having another eight days. <laughs> but um, yeah, and even even he said, I mean, he's seen what he's sixty-five, so he's seen forty years worth of forty-five years worth of players. He said, no doubt whatsoever. Martinez yeah. the best. I'd like to see Osborne next to Martinez instead of Nevers. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. People yeah. think I actually. I'm, I'm, I'm joking when I talk. No, well, but, Simon Osborne had a serious vision to his passing, and he was up there with free kick abilities. Yeah, that, one at, that one at Southend, 
Maybe put it in the top corner from absolutely no. There should be no reason he was getting top corner from there. Sheffield United away, QPR at home. He, yeah. That volley did it full him away in the League Cup the one year. He scored some absolute worldies that was up there with some of Neves's. Yeah, he was. He was going. So I was waiting for it to be for. It uh, wouldn't have been nationwide at that point, would he? Really? Really, Ensley Division One. Um, we were, was, just snuck into the nationwide <laughs> with the uh, the felt felt patches on the sleeves. Um, but he he was no, that's what it used to be. It used to be like felt. You, know, you know that you know the felt you had at school. Yeah, like, like the terrible stuff. Yeah, like the, it was like that. It got you had to, when you put it in the wash or your mum put it in the wash. You had to get it out and you had to get put a bit of um, sellotape in your finger like you're doing on brushing cat fur off stuff because it used to go all all white and strange because it was felt felt. <laughs> so to get it to get it looking good, you had to scrape it with sellotape. Ridiculous, but. No, Osborne was one of the players where I think I was hoping oh, when we get squad numbers that's who I'm going to have on my back because he was he was legitimately really good he was a 11 11 yeah. yeah honestly Drake you don't know you're born <laughs> what, what, what era is this that you're talking about mid 90s yeah I mean I'm he played against Figo sure. did he nutmeg him like John O'Shea though <laughs> At that Barcelona game yeah, yeah no, I remember the game Stephen Fletcher played against Barcelona didn't he Stephen Fletcher played against many teams doesn't mean he's as good as Simon Osborne <laughs> What a player. Memories. Do you want to do the quiz? Do I want to lose the quiz? Yeah. So I think <laughs> there's a good... No, you're more than 2-0 up. Oh, fair enough, actually. <laughs> this is all set up for me this to is, lose 3-2. This is like the, the unofficial time when it was Dan against Gully. <laughs> and Dan wrote the quiz. <laughs> right. If you, uh, if you want to see some real, real entertainment and see someone fail in sort of everything... Come and see us at the Fancast Live and watch me get carted out to lose the quiz. It's an absolutely... Jake sweating in public, sweating over answers from things before he was born. Yeah, and feeling embarrassed about the fact that I don't know him. <laughs> I don't like to blow my own trumpet. But, but you've this, tried. This quiz is absolutely bloody great. <laughs> and it's worth coming alone. You could you could win a new wool shirt for like this, the price of £7. I mean, you can't even buy... A wolf shirt off DH Gate for that. You can't even buy a pair of wolf socks for that. You know, quick thing. You know these membership packs that I'm giving out? Yes, I know. Oh, I want one of them pairs of lucky socks. There was, there was people that actually legitimately angry. Why they said, I'm, oh, I'm the season ticket holder. They do look cool. I pay 500 quid a year and I can't get a pair of free socks. A nice little pen as well. Yeah, a weighty pen, according to... Uh, a weighty pen. <laughs> Mrs. Price. Soon to be Miss Price. Right. This week's quiz... Sponsored by Prosecco. <laughs> On March the 18th, 2012. Chance. Chance for Jake. Wolves lost 5-0 at home to Man United. But what player was sent off for Wolves with a score at 1-0? So say it again. Uh, March it was away at 18th. Old Trafford. I was there. I can tell you a couple of the players that played. Who was sent off? March the 18th, 2012. It was a season we got relegated under McCarthy. Well, it would have been Terry Connor at that point, I think. Who got sent off for Wolves at the score at nil nil at 1-0 Man United? Was that when... Was that when Kobe had an actual decent chance as well? I, I don't know. I just remember... Oh, torn between two. Can I put both? No, just one answer, please. I've got... Have you locked okay. in, Stuart? Yeah, I think it's probably wrong. Okay. Jake? I'm, I'm putting my other answer as not, but I've gone with Kitely. Stuart? Friend? 
I was thinking it, the other answer I had was Meyerhofer. You're just all wronging everyone if you guess his lads. It was Ronald Zubar. <sighs> Two yellow cards. I don't even remember. Was that at Old Trafford? When no, we made 11 changes? No, it was at Molyneux. Ah, we only lost that one nil, didn't we? Yeah, the 11 changes game. We actually played really well. That's what I was thinking. Did Kevin Friend playing... Kevin Friend. Um, George. George Friend playing both games against United that year. For some reason, I was thinking it, but obviously not. Okay, so the score at this moment is 2-0 to Jake. Come on! <laughs> How many questions left? One. Yeah! And there's only one point left. <laughs> Second question. In January 2004, Wolves, at, Wolves upset the league leaders Man United at Molyneux with a Kenny Miller winner. Can you name the two Wolves goalkeepers in our squad that day? No. No. <laughs> what year? 2004. Dave Jones relegation. <laughs> Don't talk. Don't talk. The goal, the first team, you know, the, the goalkeeper who played that day, you should know that. Yeah, I, I, I'm having a good guess at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking if, if, you, if this is trickery again. Have you got your answers? I've got, I've got one. I've got okay. the one. You've got two, Stuart? Yeah. I'll come to you first, Jake. I'm going to go Matt Murray. Stuart? There we are. Paul Scum is Paul Jones, I believe. Yeah, and Michael Oakes. Well... Michael Oakes was the goalie that day because he had a stormer, didn't he? And then next game he got dropped for Paul Jones. Famous, he? But he wasn't in the squad. The subkeeper that day was Kyle Akimi. 2004? Yeah. yeah, he was a kid. That was going to be my other... Cause that's but he'd why, be like 16, 17, I, wouldn't he? I think that's why we signed Paul Jones. And I think he started the next game. Yeah, away at Portsmouth. Yeah. He, and he was... He, he was absolutely shit that game as well. His first game, just every game in that second worst <laughs> period, he was abs- He was worse than Lonigan. No, yeah, he, well, surely no, because he it was he, he. We played Cardiff the season after when we were relegated, and he was doing the Atoya thing to him to the Cardiff fans at Molyneux. Yeah, ah. we just got hammered, didn't we? Yeah, and he, he was just a, he was I just. Remember a, Graham Kavanagh scored a, a thunder bastard past him, and he was actually <laughs> stuck in the mud. The ever silver Graham Kavanagh. Yeah, he was an he was an absolute liability. And he, he was he wasn't even lucky day care either. At least Lonergan seemed a bit sad. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> he knew he was hated at that point, Paul Jones, because he was like the the keeper that got relegated from the prem. Yeah, and that's why he started doing that. He just couldn't care less. Yeah, but yeah, he was that. That was the beginning of the, because we were doing okay at that point as well. We weren't we weren't that far away. And then he started that game at Portsmouth away, and it was just it was just dire. You think, well, Oaks is just. Played a world, but I'm, I'm amazed at that. I thought he was in the squad before then. <laughs> it's even worse. Okay, scores two one. <laughs> Got two points out of absolutely oh. nothing. <laughs> Name the former Wolves player in the Man United squad that Wolves beat two one at Molyneux in February 2011. A former Wolves player that was in the Man United squad in 2011. Later on, Wolves player. Well, twin. Well, yeah. He joined Wolves after. How he many played Wolves Man players have left Wolves for Man United? <laughs> Apart from Daniel Nardiello. Oh, there's a it, there's a name from the past. He wouldn't have even been born then. Daniel, uh, no. he wouldn't have been born. Daniel Nardiello would have been born, obviously. Jake wouldn't have been born. <laughs> Nardiello, no, Nardiello was. What year were you born again? Ninety-six. It would have been around that time. Yeah. See, what, what one point seven million or something like that he as went well. Went to a tribunal, didn't he? Yeah. Magnus? I was going to put Daniel Nardiello in the quiz today, but I just knew you would have oh, no, no idea. Yeah, he ended up at Barnsley. 
you got I can't. an answer shit. Not yeah, I'm, trying, oh, I'm, I'm thinking of Daniel Nardiello now. Yeah. The Italian Midlanders. Because it's now quarter to nine. <laughs> we didn't. Twenty eleven, Man United squad went on to play for Wolves. I'm, gonna I'm have trying to, push to remember you. if this guy came to us on loan because I've got a, I've got a a really odd feeling, but I don't think you did. That's probably indigestion. I'm gonna have to push you guys. I'm, I've, I've, I think I've got an answer, but I know it's wrong. I've got no okay. idea. I've got a complete blank. I'm gonna have to just. I'm gonna say potentially. Did we get Thomas Kushak on loan? Oh, has he ever played for us? That's the answer. If, if you could see my face, <laughs> it's correct. Get in there. <laughs> Special K. Three-one to Jake. You oh. need to get all these right, Stuart, to draw. Oh come on! This this could be a massive, massive turning point in the league a this coup. season. <laughs> In March 2004, Nuno and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer were both subs at Old Trafford as Porto knocked out Man United in the UEFA Champions League. What was the final aggregate score over the two legs? Do you remember when Mourinho went running down the touchline? That that toy. Mm-hmm. Stewart? 4-3 Porto. I've gone 4-3 Man United. Come on, Jake. You did the maths, really. Yeah, if Mourinho's <laughs> gone running down the touchline. The correct answer was 3-2, Porter. So Half a mark for shit. You need... Oh, but since, since Jake got the wrong result... <laughs> no. It doesn't work like that. You need both these two to draw. <laughs> Legendary Wolves goalkeeper Ron Flowers finished his career with 24 full England caps. But what current Man United player... Currently has 24 England caps. <laughs> I'll take you one way, then I'll lead you down the dark path the other. <laughs> Which Man United player currently has 24 England caps? The same as legendary Wolves goalkeeper Ron Queen Street Flowers. That's it. You were walking down, there, down past there, or anything. How can I get this into the quiz? Oh, it's between two. Again. But I'm going to go with. Okay, I'll come one. to you first, Stuart. Phil Jones. I've gone Lingard. The one I was going to go for was Shaw. And the correct answer is Jesse Lingard. Oh, come on! It's a whitewash this week. We don't even need a tiebreaker. But let's go for the full ass-whooping. Come on. Celebrity Man United fan Usain Bolt holds the record for the fastest 100-metre sprint with how many seconds? Come on, I'm going to have to quickly push you. Jack's already won anyway. What... Honestly, this will be on the Premiership years. Do you remember that week <laughs> yeah. when Jake battered Stu in the quiz? 9.5 from Stuart? 9.26. 9.26. The correct answer was 9.63. So I'll, I'll, I'll give that point to Stu, but... You can, he can have it, do you know what I mean? It. What, a, what a win. Stu, I know you're going to put an asterisk next to it for the, the Sean Massey thing earlier, but... He don't even need that, though. He's won legitimately without that. <laughs> I just... This is a where were you moment. You know what, when I put... <laughs> Where I put in the group chat, I know we're not supposed to mention, but I put it'll be the sh- what was it the most shameful thing ever if I lose to Jay <laughs> in, 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 in a one in a one on one situation. We'll get that put on the banner on the stage. <laughs> right, so we, are we are we getting sort of um, name sort of plates just so we can just put quiz loser stew on one of them? See, so this is almost like when. Um, when Scotland beat England after the World Cup it's, in it's not it's not it's like you're 6-0 up in a match and I've just scored in the 93rd minute and <laughs> I'm doing a lap of the pitch See, rain, reigning quiz champion from last season 
has just lost to the young up-and-comer whose knowledge started in 2010. Uh, in my own house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick Twitter corner, then I'm going to get myself a forum, if that's yeah, all right sound. with you, gents. Yeah, why not? I'm not answering, um, no, for Julie's questions, it's not happening. Not on my, not on my boat. What's the question? <laughs> the Fiend. Arguably the most exciting character in the last decade of the WWE. Discuss. Well, I'm not asked to answer WWE. <laughs> if it's not Rey Mysterio, I'm not interested. No, he's wrong. Okay. <laughs> Everybody knows the greatest wrestler of all time is D'Lo Brown. He, he paralysed someone oh, and no. he did that all that stuff with his shoulders. No, no way, Jose. Not good enough for you. No way, Jose. No way. What's that? It's Na- niche stuff there from shit. No, it's not niche anymore. He's got a big massive afro. It's great. Yeah. He comes in with a with, with a conga line. Who does? No way, Jose. Is that his actual yeah, wrestling his... name? Is No Way Jose? Yeah. That's not oh. D'Lo Brown though. No. <laughs> Why, where have you got to No Way Jose? <laughs> so I was thinking in the theme, No Way Jose is better. Just... They're going to go mad tomorrow <laughs> and listen to this. Would you agree? This is from Macaulay Unwin. On Twitter, would you agree wholesale changes are a must for the first Europa League game? Uh, wholesale changes like Mick McCarthy away to Man United. I, I, I mean, we've fallen up. I'd like to see all the the rest of the squad. I agree. I'd like to see Neto, Jordao. I'd like to see Kilman, Vallejo. Yeah, Vinagra getting a full 90. Traore full 90 at right back. Gives what? Give him a full 90 and see if he can actually perform. Yeah, I would say that. Um, you're never going to get wholesale changes with um, you know I mean, you, the defence will probably well Cody will play. Cody will play, yeah, because yeah, he has to. <laughs> um, yeah, not, certain one like the ones you mentioned. I don't think. Well, since Kilburn's just a, a first team player now, yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah. After, after playing for twenty seconds, yeah. Um, yeah, I think if you you, you can't mess about too much because even though we are four nil up, you don't want to be tempting fate too badly. I mean, you, just imagine. Just imagine the shame. Yeah, but it just it. Yeah, I, I know you, you got it. It's a difficult one because you you, you you, you'd, you'd hope that our squad would be good enough to not get overturned a four 0 lead. Touchwood, but yeah, of you, it, you're right. You can't tempt fate. But I, we say we'd like it, but it won't happen. He'll play Cody and Bennett and Bolly and Doherty will probably get a run out again. He he very rarely changes. Yeah, I think Doherty needs a run out anyway, just for match fitness. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look. He looks a bit off the pace on Sunday. Same, th- same thing with Neves because Neves has just not turned up in pre-season mm. whatsoever so if you're looking at players who you think Matinho don't need to play no way no. and Dendonk look fine again they all look fine and they've got yeah. you've got three days off so uh, it's time will tell we're, and we're at home so happen, it's one of them things I mean, you, you the only going? ones yeah of course yeah I was going to say um, Catrone <laughs> from the start in place of Jimenez I'd, see, yeah I'd, just, I'd like Catrone to see Jota because I think Jossie just needs a bit of after the frustrations of Sunday. I think yeah. Jossie just needs. Was Vallejo injured Sunday? No, just Kilman just got the nod in front of him. Odd, I think it might be due to fitness. I don't know. He might be yeah. tra- travelling stuff as well. Yeah. He, he, he ain't really had a pre-season, no. so unless he's preparing to give him the full ninety on Thursday. Well, to be fair, we didn't play Dendonka for six months, did we? No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's coming from the Jupiter League, though. <laughs> Two questions off Twitter. Left, James Spencer says. If you found Bolly in bed with your other half, what would you cook him for breakfast? <laughs> Stu? Spaghetti bolognese. Whatever's left of my missus. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Jake. Oh, la la. <laughs> I'd tuck him in 
and then apologise. Just uh, I can't. I just don't know what, what. What do you feed a monster like him? Mon- can a monster? Monster? Can a monster on a full English? You think? What does he actually eat? Do you remember? You know? Do you know Gennady Golovkin, the boxer? Yeah. There was one fight. There was doing like a bit of a, a preview on him. And it was like, Gennady Golovkin, 26, Kazakhstan, favourite food, meat. <laughs> just meat. And I just think that would be something like Molly, Molly would have. The, the, um, like Slaughter's from Atletico Mint. You need to get on that podcast if you haven't listened to it. Superb. Have you listened to the uh, the one about the fake, about Ashwood City? The offensive? I started to anyone who's that, not yeah. that class. Basically a podcast version of Dream Team, Annie. It? Yeah, it's quality. It just follows the sort of mishaps of the sort of directoral level of a football team from Kent. It's yeah. really funny. But loosely based on Arsenal by the sense of it. Uh, well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At Shiv Got Locked on Twitter says, Squad depth question, which of the players do you think could swim down the deep end and grab the brick fastest in their pyjamas? But a Traore, his arms are massive. He, he must be able to swim faster than, as fast as he can run. Yeah, but that might, it might be the other way though, because your arms are so big. All right. So what? what like, the pop, question can, is, can who's pop, got the longest, like the longest, like, largest Popeye wingspan? Swim? Can Popeye swim? He's a sailor man, so yeah, but that doesn't. <laughs> You'd hope a sailor can swim. Because when have you ever seen Popeye? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, well, I've seen bits the, and pieces of Popeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the, the live action film with Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is revolutionary. Yeah, no. I'm into my old stuff. But yes, uh, Troy or because you've got big arms. Um, and I think it depends. Because you, you could get someone, like Vinagre, it's just like a dart. Yeah. Someone really straight small. down, straight up. No messing about. Ryan Bennett, if you're talking about no messing about. Yeah. Because yeah. Ryan, Bennett, Ryan Bennett would do that, come back out, and his pyjamas would still be tucked <laughs> in. <laughs> Couple of questions from the um, the Facebook page, which you know, it's been massively progressing over the last month since a certain person took over. Multi-social now. Will we ever stop talking about VAR? Says no. Rob Cartwright. <laughs> not now. No. If not, do you think it should be based on a limited number of challenges? Because we've already discussed that to a yeah, degree, the, haven't we? Yeah, and that was what I suggested, Rob. More challenges, less talking. That would, but, be my, yeah. that would be on the that would be on the side of my buzz. <laughs> tweet the FA. I'll tweet 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 the FA and tweet IFAB as well. Hashtag VAR is bollocks. <laughs> well, even if you you had, went for the challenges thing though, because you'd still get oh why couldn't you have four challenges two per half and you, it's just going. Oh, but the, the, like they don't really have that sort of thing in cricket. Like if you lose your challenge, you've got it wrong. Yeah, it's it's like the flag system in the NFL as well. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. See, giving them a set amount of flags, flag on the play. See, old Roy with a handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be the most reckless manager to use all the challenges in the first half <sighs> in the Premier League? Obviously, if, I, if, if Mourinho said, came back, I'd say Mourinho. But at the moment, there's not. Is there anyone that reckless? Wilder. You just wait and, and to wait until something bad goes against him. He's going to kick off. I'd say um, Dean Smith, but only because John Terry's lost his head and done it for him. <laughs> oh, it was a shame from what at the weekend. Yeah, I, I was devastated. My, my best, my best mate, who's going to be the best man at my wedding, is a Villa fan, and uh, I was devastated for him. I was messaging him throughout the game, making sure he was okay. 
And when you when you your best player, loyal club captain, turns up with a nineteen ninety five McDonald's hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. The thing well, is, you say best player, he's not even their best midfielder. No. McGuinness. I definitely had a Jack Grealish haircut during my sixth form years. Exactly in the nineties? No, I would have been more. Sixth form was 2000 and... Yeah, I'd have been about 14, 15. There was, no, there was just no excuse for it. I thought I was Beckham after that, you know, when he had the Alice Band in. Oh, no. oh yeah. I think well. I actually had the the Alice Band haircut and the the little ponytail at the back. That's oh, when, this is you when had I had Alice Band hair. and... Right, okay. This is when I had hair. This, that's <laughs> why I'm bald now, because I've dyed my hair blonde numerous times. I stretched it back. I used hair straighteners. Same bald. Yeah. It's like your head's punishing you for what you've yeah. done to it. Yeah, I had, I, had, I had the two ponytail system as well. I had the one on top and the bottom oh, one. Oh, no. Blonde. You shouldn't really be surprised with Stu, Jake. <laughs> no, to be fair, I've, uh, Stu's had some rascal haircuts from what I've seen in the fancast WhatsApp. It's all on my face. Well, you can just go on there and look at them all. Yeah. <laughs> There's no hiding away from it all. Yeah. I think, gents, that's going to be it for this week. It's it's been eventful. It's been... Big time. It's been emotional. Four hours later. This may well be the last ever episode did you Wait. hit record? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just I've only been recording for three minutes. <laughs> At least they cut off this week. But yeah, that's as it. Long as, as long as there's proof of me winning the quiz, I'm happy. Well, Stuart's oh, admitted, remember? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> did what Dad did last week. I'd have to like, just put some audio on at the end. That's the end for this week. Just another quick plug of the show. We're doing a live show at the Arena Theatre on the 23rd of August. There's still tickets on sale. We'll put the link up on the, all the socials. We hope you can be there. It's going to be a good night for all of Wolverhampton and the surrounding areas. <laughs> hope to see you there. Enjoy your week. I'll see you on Thursday night. Stu? I'll be there Thursday night as well. Jake? I'll be there winning the quiz. There's another quiz on Thursday, but he's going, to, he's going to beat you again. He's going to meet you in the Lich Gate. <laughs> he's going to beat you again. I'll put another quiz on. I will love it if we beat them. Thanks for listening, folks. Adios. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>